So we bring in our News Talk 1010 tech expert, Carmi Levy. Good morning. Good morning, John. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Although I must say, I've always thought Elon Musk was kind of scary. And is it now, is, he's celebrating his first anniversary of ruining uh, Twitter? Yes, he is, uh, with news that the company's worth less than half what it was when he bought it. Now down to $19 billion from 44 Apparently, he's killed a lot of value in the process. And I agree, he doesn't need to wear a costume. He's kind of scary enough on his own. Well, let's talk a bit about X, because uh, X posts with information are now ineligible for revenue share. How's that? Yeah, this is really weird. So there is a uh, there's a feature called community notes, which you can sign up for if you are a valid, legitimate user of the of the platform, um, and it allows you to correct misinformation. It allows you to add context. It allows you to have discussion to sort of you know you know place something in its proper context. And it's you know really it was introduced before he came along when Jack Dorsey was still around, uh, and it, it's a it's a really important tool to combat misinformation. Elon Musk announced uh, the other day that essentially if you you post something and someone uses community notes to correct you, then you will not be eligible for revenue share under that program. Uh, the problem here is, is that, and he's essentially saying, if you use community notes, therefore you are spreading misinformation. That's not the case. Uh, what it's doing is, is essentially saying anyone who even touches community notes, uh, well, now you know that that uh, the piece of content is no longer eligible. The problem here now is, is that it opens up the door for even more abuse. Don't like someone? Post a community note on their post, and now you know they're not getting paid for it. So yet again, Elon Musk uh, responding to something that he saw in his feed, probably in the middle of the night when he wasn't sleeping or couldn't sleep, uh, and now he's he, you know, he feels he's solved one problem, but he's created a much larger one. Okay. Okay, and what's this business of X possibly replacing your bank account? I mean, I know here in Canada, people thought it was outrageous that the post office would become a bank, but uh, apparently that makes sense. Does it make sense for X to look after your money? Would you trust Elon Musk nope. with your money? I don't know about you. I sure wouldn't. Um, so he's essentially said, and this goes back a very long time. In the year 2000, of course, he uh, merged uh, his online banking project known as X.com with something called Cofinity. Eventually, it merged and it morphed into something that we all now know as PayPal. Um, and so he's had it in his brain now for much of the, for the entire millennium to have a service. He calls it the everything app, the X app. That's why he renamed it from Twitter to X that would allow you you to make payments to your friends would allow you to take out a loan debit card savings everything that a bank does this app would do and and uh according to uh the verge which reported on an all-hands meeting that elon musk held last week he has given his employees one year to make that happen he said it would blow his mind if they couldn't succeed in building something like that in one year so he's hell-bent on it this is his overarching mission he doesn't really care about twitter as a messaging platform he wants Wanted to become a payments platform in much the same way anyone is familiar with WeChat, that app that the Canadian government just banned on government issued devices in China. Almost everybody in China is using this app to make payments, essentially do what they would normally do with a bank. He wants to take that and bring it here. This doesn't surprise me because I think I've been fooled before, except what I do is I go out and double check things and try to verify. But half of Canadians can't tell the difference between real and AI generated content. 
data from the Canadian Journalism Foundation they just released shows that essentially they, they know that AI is difficult to discern. They know that AI is an issue, yet they still, even when they lean in, they can't tell the difference. And the problem here is the older you get, the worse it gets. Um, so, yeah, and, and of course, that is problematic. We know that deep fakes are an issue. You see a video, you see a photo, you see a piece of multimedia content, you hear audio, um, and they could be seeing or doing something, anything could touch off a riot, could touch off anything, could sway an election, uh, yet it's all based on a falsehood. So as the technology is getting better, this research and, and the, the content is becoming significantly higher fidelity. The research is showing that Canadians simply can't tell the difference, which means they're much more likely to be fooled by something that was created using AI, but didn't have a label attached to it as such. It really is fascinating. You know, there was this rumor going around that Vladimir Putin Putin had a, a heart attack, and they used AI to generate this image of Vladimir Putin lying on a red carpet. And, you know, I looked at that and I thought, if the president had just collapsed face first onto the floor, I don't think the first thing anybody would do would be to take a picture. Um, but, you know what, this brings us to the next story, which is that you can do searches to verify. You absolutely can. Uh, and so, for example, you would search for it, it would come up in Google and, uh, and, you know, you know, Google is under, is, is, is on trial now. The U.S. Department of Justice is, is, is trying the company for antitrust, essentially saying that the company isn't giving you a choice when you open up your iPhone, when you open up a browser, uh, and you, 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 uh, type in a search, uh, term into a search box, uh, that it's very difficult for you to switch other to switch out and the company is paying 26 billion dollars a year to vendors for the privilege of maintaining that real estate that high ground of ensuring that all of your searches go through Google we know there's an industry search engine optimization that you know it, that essentially gains the system to ensure that your search results come in at the top uh, of a search query uh, now imagine that you're searching and everything that comes that comes back as a return as a list uh, is essentially deep fake. It is incredibly frightening. Uh, we know full well that Google is integrating more artificial intelligence into uh, its search technology. We know artificial intelligence has uh, kind of a tendency to go rogue, to lie, to hallucinate. You combine the fact that Canadians can't tell the difference between real and deep fake. Uh, this content is spreading and Google holds monopoly over this. And it's kind of terrifying. Even when you lean in, you don't know if what you're seeing in that Google search return is real. Thank you, sir. Wonderful to have you on a Tech Tuesday. Great finger, John. Thank you. Carmi Levy is our News Talk 1010 tech expert.